0: welcome to what are we watching with me yasmin and my sister mariana
1: this is a podcast where we talk about movies that we love that we hate that we have an opinion about
0: and currently we do not have a theme to the movies we're just doing whatever we want so
1: pretty much there's no rhyme reason or structure so far we're trying to figure that out but um Today, we're going to do things a little differently. Instead of doing it, we're going to skip the recap um, and just really talk about what we enjoyed about the movie, what, are, what we didn't enjoy about the movie, and just give our honest opinion.
0: Okay, and so, today is October 3rd. It's Halloween month, okay? Halloween yeah, month. October! So, this month, we are just going to be doing Halloween movies, and we are starting this month off with a classic, and one of my favorite Halloween movies monster house so yeah i hope you guys enjoy um i love this movie i really do
1: monster house was made in 2006 is rated pg and is considered in the genre of horror and fantasy from according to google <laughs> and includes uh, mitchell musso sam Leninger, Speck. Spencer Lockie. How do you say his name? What? Spencer? I don't have my... Oh,
0: Steve Buscemi. Buscemi.
1: Yeah, Steve Buscemi. And a bunch of other people. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal is in it. Um,
0: Lots of famous people are in this movie, surprisingly.
1: Oh, um... Kevin James is in this movie, so there's definitely a lot of people. Catherine O'Hare, so it's definitely mm. like a lot of in very famous people. The main, ki- the but the main premise just follows around three young teenagers well, who
0: preteens,
1: preteens, who uh, um, discover that the house across the street is not only haunted but in fact living and breathing monster. Yep,
0: and um think the premise of the show is we have um, DJ, who's the main character. He lives across the street from the house that is haunted. And in that house lives this old man who is, con- who is appointed basically as like a terrible old cruel man. Who anybody that gets on his lawn, he will take whatever they have and break it. He's like this nasty
1: old man that nobody likes. Yeah. So, this movie um, right now has on Rotten Tomatoes a
0: 75
1: score. 75%? Yeah, 75% for the tomato meter and then 63% audience score, which I feel like is more surprising than anything else. I thought most people liked this movie. We like
0: it.
1: Yeah, him. I feel like it should be a lot higher. But I also feel like it's in terms parts of it or like misunderstood i won't go more into that but um and i think that has to do with the whole people think it's creepy for like i mean the whole vibe's creepy
0: i feel like it's it's for kids but then like watching it as a kid and watching it now where i'm almost an adult um children and adults usually probably have very different views on how the movie is you know what i'm saying I feel like anybody can relate to this movie.
1: Yeah. Some of the reviews on um, Rotten Tomatoes, the good reviews are all scary, sharp, fun movie. This is the best mo- best kids flick of the year so far. And this was written when the movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Um, that came out in 2006. I remember actually not that more recent ones, but yeah. For reasons unknown, Sony Pictures decided to release this perfectly... Movie-themed children's film in the middle of June. Did it really come out in (laughs) June?
0: I guess. Wow. (laughs) See, it's one of those movies that... It's it's a, a Halloween movie, but it doesn't feel like a Halloween movie. The
1: backdrop is Halloween. It's
0: backdrop, but it's not centered around Halloween. Or has really anything to do with Halloween. But, I love the theme, and I love the monster. And it kind of, like, it does have, like, a horror elements to it like you see kind of like similarities like the conjuring in it um or like like let's say like the it movie like the it book you know like you see a lot of similarities with a lot of horror movies in this film so i think it should be considered you know like a horror movie halloween movie and it does take place like the when the events happen that is on halloween night
1: so it's directed by Glenn Ken, Kennan, Gil. Gil Gil who is a British, Iranian-American film director, TV director, and screenwriter, and film producer. Um, his main credits include this movie, City of Amber. Do you ever remember that movie, City of Amber, with the people that live underground? No. Okay. Wait,
0: maybe. I don't remember. I'd
1: have to see it again. Um, Scream, which I'm assuming is the Scream TV show series.
0: Okay.
1: Who's the director of one of the episodes? The Ghostbusters, the new one that's coming out in twenty twenty one, Ghostbusters Afterlife.
0: Okay, while well, they're making another one, okay. <laughs> that's great. Um
1: and apparently another movie he does have an upcoming movie coming out this year called A Boy Called Christmas, which I'm guessing is coming around out around Christmas time. Yeah. The people who wrote this book, I mean wrote the this movie which I found really interesting which w- one included um this guy Dan Harmon Dan Dan Harmon Dan Harmon and he is actually the re- co-creator of Rick and Morty. Okay. That's what he's known for. Which I think is interesting that he does he did he did the community, Rick and Morty, so a bunch of like really funny adult shows and then this is one of the he wrote I mean, the script.
0: We love diversity. We love versatility. Um or is it versatility? Versatility? And, um anyways, let's just move on to like <clears throat> how we felt about this movie. So we watched this movie together recently. Um, today. Yeah, today. We we
1: watched it, but we had seen it so before wait, when as was children. So we watched this movie Years ago. Yeah, me too. I think in childhood. Also, too, when I was, like, little and this movie first came out. So, this movie came out in 2006, so I was 10. I was scared of this movie. I did not watch it. See, like... I, I didn't watch it for a few... I, like, I do not think. This
0: movie.
1: I think maybe I saw it when I was 10 when I was in the movie theaters, like, fully through. And then I didn't watch the movies for, like, a few years. And then I got back into it when I was, like, a little bit older. Yeah,
0: the last time I watched it, I was a kid. And... I, so I used to be obsessed with this movie, um, my dad had it on DVD, so I would just, like, constantly watch this movie all the time, though I was only three when it came out, so, like, when I did start watching it, I was pretty young, and I would just, like, have it, um, but yeah, I used to watch this movie all the time, um, and I never, I never was scared of it, I was horrified of Coraline, that, that movie, that, that terrified me, but this this one, I really liked the storyline. I think ever since I was a kid, I really loved the ending and like the reveal and all that, and I thought it was super interesting. And I found it fun, so
1: I definitely enjoy it. I definitely th- thought it was scary me like when I was a kid, and then like I used to got into this movie like a little bit more down the road, and I do like the whole premise and if we watching you do notice because I did remember like the a lot of the movie as you're watching it and you kind of do get hints in the beginning when you first meet um what's his name
0: i will say okay so when you first one thing about this movie me when you see it now when i've seen it now i feel like crazy like there's so much things that i see differently now looking back on this movie like now that i'm like a little bit more mature and like you can actually read into more of what's going on it's kind of weird it's weird
1: What was your main takeaway watching this movie this last time that we saw it?
0: I feel like when I was younger, I felt more like, oh my god, like that wife is horrible, and like, (laughs) like why is she so terrible and this and this and this? I always, I think I always felt sympathy for the old man, even like later on. Like now, like I understand it a little bit better, especially with like what the wife does. And, like, how it's, like, out of anger and, like, how she just, like, went through things and that's how she responded. I can, like, relate a little bit more. Um,
1: You definitely do see, like, the main character, I mean, the character, um, how do you you say his name? Mr. Nubbercracker?
0: uh, I'll write it down. Yeah, Mr. So,
1: Mr. Nubbercracker, you definitely see, like, some things that he says, like, like, when he first comes out of the house and tries to save the kid, do you want to die?
0: So, see, like, when I was younger, and, like, I think, like, the first time I watched the movie, when I was a child, I was very scared of him in the beginning. Like, I really hated his guts, like, in the beginning. I mean, and then I watched the end of the movie, and I was like, okay. But, like, every single time he threatened somebody, I took it as a threat, right? And this is, like, coming from a child. So, yeah, when he said, like, do you want to die? Or he's like, I'm going to kill you. Do you want to die? You'll die, right? No, he doesn't
1: say, I want to kill you. He says, like, do you want to die? So
0: says, like, do you want to die? Right? And in the beginning with the little girl, at like, the beginning of the scene, when he says, like, do you want to die? He, I, when I was younger, I thought it meant, like, he's threatening her. Like, he's like, oh, like, gonna oh I'm going to kill you. Right? But then, like, looking now, looking how the story goes, He's saying that to warn her, right? Yeah. So he's saying, like, "Do you it's... want to die? Like literally, do you want this house to kill you? Because this this house will."
1: Just stay away from it, yeah.
0: So stay away, and like you can see now that like everything he does, like it's he does he just like puts on this entire front to be like this man that everybody fears because he's trying to protect them, which is interesting because like when you're a kid, that's just you see him as like how everybody else in the town sees him, mm-hmm. right?
1: like this grumpy old man would you yeah interest. that is very true and how like her character the wife's character Constance um is who is the monster house who is the ghost haunting the house or is the house she her motives are more that yeah she doesn't like people picking on her and like making her making fun of her and those sort of things because that reminds her of her trauma of like being in the circus and having people do that to her and she died right she died because she like she was like really tri- triggered by the kids right and uh, trying to hit them not. with so, the yeah. axe and then her husband tried to stop her and then she fell in the bat of cement
0: so they they were building the bottom of the house right like the basement so there's yeah. like a huge hole in the so ground. she died in an
1: accident But then she's, like, haunting the house. But that's also another element of, like, she's kind of trapped in the house. So she's angry because she's trapped.
0: So she's not really haunted. Like, she is one with the house. And I think that's the whole thing that I thought that was interesting. Like, I never really noticed before is that she was buried in cement. Like, before I thought she just died. That was just her corpse, right? But, like, the fact that she's, like, buried in, like, she's literally a part of the house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which I thought was interesting. It -hmm. was kind of creepy. Not gonna lie, that scene where they find her body is just like creepy, creepy. And he like makes a little shrine. Why well, do I, I say
1: why he kept the cage? She hated being in the circus. Why take the cage with her?
0: I don't know. I don't think she hated. I mean, like even when he like, she was treated like an animal.
1: House. Like the cage is like treating her like an animal. I don't know. Then he takes the cage.
0: There's a lot of like also like this movie talks a lot about like fat phobia. I think, especially with her. And, like, how she was treated... Misunderstood. Before, and the circus, yeah. Like, she's literally, like... Literally, like, her... Yeah, she was forced to just, like, show up how bad she was. Yeah. Like, that was the premise of the, her show, right? And yeah. And people would throw things at her, right? So, like, I thought that was kind of interesting. I think the the house could have... I mean, the house... The movie could have done a better job, though. I think they could have gone more into that.
1: Yeah, I think the movie is just trying to give her... Make her a sympathetic character. Yeah. Um definitely be, like, so that when she kind of dies and you see her dancing with her husband at the end, you're like, oh, you feel bad. Right? Like, you, um... But, yeah. Um.
0: Apparently,
1: spot, apparently um... I'm, like, looking here at the Wikipedia page. Apparently, Wikipedia thinks that these kids are 12. Are they 12? They never go over their ages.
0: I mean, they're probably 12. <laughs> I think they are. But they're probably 12. Um...
1: Also we saw this movie on um Netflix. So if anyone wants to go watch it, it's on Netflix right now.
0: Mhm. I feel like also like this movie is like how I feel like early two thousands just had so many movies like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of Tim Burton movies like this too. Oh, sorry. Excuse the noise our mom's coming home. Um especially like I was telling to Mariana like kind of like the stereotypes not stereotypes but basically stereotypes, right, with DJ being the main character, and he's, like, this skinny, like, boy with, like, usually, like, characters like this always have dark hair, and, like, they're the main character, right? He's, like, the skinny, mm-hmm. dark-haired character. And then you have, like, the best friend, which is, like, Chowder, mm-hmm. who is usually either blonde or, like, redhead, and... Yeah. ...is overweight.
1: Yeah. The best friend so character. I
0: like it's one of those things where it's still, it's very stereotypical in that way. Um... I just feel like it was a time, though, but...
1: Jenny's the smart... Well, she's not...
0: And then Jenny's, like, the love interest. Like, I feel like in the early 2000s, there were so many, like, trio, like, kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, trio, preteen coming coming-of-age stories. You know, you have, like, Percy Jackson, Harry Potter. Those are not horror, but, you know.
1: Mm -hmm. Even
0: with, like, Paranorman. Paranorman is a little later, but also had a very similar setup where he was, like, he has his friend. And, like, the the main character is like serious and is trying to help everybody, right, and trying to be yeah. a good guy. And then this the sad character is the goofy one. Mm-hmm. Hell, even like Darryl Wimpy Kid was like that. Yeah. So I think that like they could have done better there, but I guess it was the time. I think if they were trying like to do this movie the... again it they would have done better with um having more themes like that. So that's not wrong. So yeah, it was a little generic, but... I thought the
1: Z be. character was pretty much, like... Because you had, like, Timmy Turner has Vicky, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Timmy <laughs> Turner vibes. The beginning of this movie gives so many, like... With the
1: parents. Vibes. Yeah. The
0: Vicky whole thing, my gosh. Like, the babysitter is just, like, Vicky.
1: Like, doesn't care. worse, though, right? She's not... Know. The babysitter doesn't really beat her up, but the baby, babysitter brings her boyfriend around, doesn't really care what happened.
0: Yeah, kind of, like, two-faced, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then the like, kids,
1: and then the parents are like, oh yeah,
0: bye, we're leaving. Yeah, like, and then you have, like, the Timmy Turner parents who were, like, oblivious to everything.
1: Well, they were just always doing their own thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: just oblivious. And one thing I found interesting with a lot of movies like this in the early 2000s is, like, that whole concept of the lack of adults. And, like, the lack of responsible adults. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that's one thing. Like I was, I was listening. A lot of people like our age now that grew up on movies like this. I think we we're good with independence because, like, we grew up on movies that like the kids had to do literally everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was the whole point. Is that okay? You do it yourself, bitch. Ain't right? no, ain't nobody yeah. gonna help you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, Harry Potter, Percy Jackson too. Like I grew up on that, and it's like, yeah, the adults are like terrible. Yeah. They can't do anything right. You know what I'm saying? And, like, in this concept, too, there's, like, the two police officers who were there to protect them, and also... And didn't believe them. Yeah, and end up getting eaten by her, right? Yeah. So I think, with these movies, the lack of adults helps these characters grow, I think? Mm -hmm. Helps them, pushes them to do things by themselves, and, like, go on these...
1: But I also feel like that's just the theme of Halloween kid movies.
0: Yeah. And that's what I really love about this movie. I think... That's what I love about a lot of movies like this. It's, like a kid that like you know it's inspirational and you know, all it's nice yeah. and like it's really good push of adventure so we okay
1: do you like the animation
0: i think the animation is pretty good i think um so you wanted to get into like how this movie was created right yeah
1: Which, yeah wait so this movie mm-hmm. was created using a technique called um let me see it was, um, called Action Motion Capture. That's what it was called. And it's where they make the actors wear these, like, suits with a bunch of sensors on them and go through all the motions and they pick up. So,
0: okay, so you guys have seen this before. If anybody has watched Age of Apes, or is it called Age of Apes? What's it called?
1: Yeah, Planet of the Apes. Planet of Apes. The Apes are done in a similar way.
0: You know, and you've seen that iconic picture of, like, um... The guy who plays um, Doctor
1: Strange. Yeah, who plays one of the apes in the movie. He's in, like, Rawr, you know,
0: like, he's, in knows a costume and he's got a
1: bunch of little sensors on his face.
0: Except this one's a little different because I was watching the clips that my sister was showing me, and they have like the props. Like there's like yeah. a fake car that they're going into yeah. when they're recreating the police scene or like the parent scenes.
1: Well, because it's the whole world. It's not just one character that's yeah, being but done to. everything too.
0: else is animated. Like, the house is entirely animated, right? Yeah. Oh, also. I think
1: everything that they touch had to be some sort of prop because they wanted it to be, like, look natural. Also, this is, like, um, so it's called live-action motion capture animation, and this was previously, before this movie had been used in Polar Express. But then I also saw, when I looked it up, that actually, even before that, it was used in a very random... I think you, you'd be surprised about this movie that was made in 2000, which was Barbie and the Nutcracker. So the ballet oh. scenes, they did this for the ballet scenes. That's so cool. They, I love that they, movie. So it wasn't the whole movie. They just did it for the ballerina dancers to get the movements correctly. Like, mm, that's cool. In the Nutcracker. But. So that's what I'm saying. like, I think
0: that's was pretty cool that they were able to do this and, like, so we were talking a lot during the movie about, like, how it makes an impact on the expressions of the characters, right? Because it does look yeah. so real.
1: So I, I also think it's why people don't really like the movie. They think it's creepy looking. But I don't think it's creepy. I think it's, it's almost, like, realistic. Like, oh, wow, that's how someone would realistically make the emotions without, you know. I feel
0: like animation's really good. But also, like, animation is one thing where... A lot of times, it's the best when it's exaggerated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When, like, their facial expressions don't look realistic. They look, you know, over-exaggerated, you know? Like, let's say, like, you're, like the whole issue with the Lion King. That the original Lion King is so good because of the expressions and the animation. That's also that because the they're not brings, human right? characters, yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, that life that it brings, right? And compared to, like, the, re- the real one where you're, like, these are just a bunch of talking people look like yeah you know it looks like a safari you know like you're in a safari ride and they're just like talking to each other Mm -hmm. so i thought that was interesting that like animation is good for that but like this is cool because it's not just like animation you know what i mean it was all
1: the little things yeah
0: it's like with animations i feel like especially back then maybe it was probably a lot harder to like perfectly get the expressions of what a real person would give you know what i'm saying? -hmm. Um. And just have, like, these people... Yeah. So, like, you can see, like, in this, this movie, like, you, when they whenever they glance to the right or they're, like, you know, moving around and their facial expressions mm-hmm. move a little bit, you can tell, like, everything.
1: Everything, yeah. The little, like, if your eyes squirm when you say certain things or crack a smile or anything. And even, like, in parts where it doesn't move at all, like, there's a scene where the um, babysitter opens the door and she's, like, talking to the little girl and is, like, um, what is her name? Jenny? talking about how she doesn't want the candy or whatever, her face is expressionless and her eyes and her lips are moving, right? Like, oh my God, this kid, like. Yeah. So it definitely is, like, gives you, like, the whole vibes of, like, this is how people would act because it is how they acted, you know? I think,
0: I don't know, when when you were a kid, I never hated the animation. I really liked the way that it looked. I think it's, I was telling Maddie too, it feels like Tim Burton, like, clay motion, like like we were talking about. And how, like...
1: Without the little, like, prints on it. Yeah, and how you
0: have, like, the, let's say, like, the box trolls that came out a couple years ago. I feel like, clearly, with the clay animation, you can see that they're, like... like, Stop motion. It looks real, but they can see that they're, like, clay dolls, right? Like, their facial expressions are Mm -hmm. more blunt. They're more, like, you know, eyes, Mm -hmm. ears, face, right? Compared to this, where I feel like... It looks like a person, and mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's okay.
1: And it's smoothing out; it's almost yeah. perfect. And I a like the more. whole
0: thing where it's like with Tim Burton; like it's good in that way. But this is also really good too. Yeah, and I, I don't
1: think it looks like it's not meant to look like a human. It's meant to look like in three D animation. Yeah, like so. it doesn't
0: have to look like a regular animation to be good. Like if Tim Burton's looks good too, then you know there's different ways mm-hmm. that it can look, and I think.
1: A lot of people don't like Polar Express for the same reasons and this Polar Express uses this exact same technique.
0: See, but Polar Express is like, I get it, but it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's different.
1: And I think the whole, and it goes along, even if you think it's creepy when you watch the movie, it goes with the whole vibe of the movie.
0: Yeah, and like, I don't think everyone thinks Polar Express is creepy. Yeah. So maybe it's just like the vibes that this movie gives off plus that, but
1: it's like, it's meant to kind great. of have that like spooky like horror film-esque yeah. vibe to it it's meant to do that you have with the fall and the leaves and the little girl riding the tricycle yeah, so like, like there the it's vibes. meant to give this like very creepy like vibe like something bad's gonna happen like every moment the background music yeah, really like, okay, goes with that. that
0: intro we were talking about the intro right yeah. like This little girl is, like, riding out through her town, and it's just, like, every, there's a lot of details in this movie where, like, she's riding through the town. There's leaves everywhere. Everybody's collecting leaves, you know, like, they're, like, Mm -hmm. putting them in trash bags. Everybody, it's, like, fall. And then she passes the monster house, and the leaves stop.
1: There's no leaves, yeah. And
0: then there's, like, one leaf that touches, like, the door, right? And, like, that's the leaf that she brought, right?
1: Yeah. And then you
0: look at the actual house, and you notice that the, the trees surrounding the house are all dead.
1: Yeah, there's something creepy right. about it. Yeah. So then
0: you see there's, like, a huge contrast, and it like that's how they introduce the house, which is, like, really cool, right? Um, so it's interesting. It's, I feel like in that way, it's creepy. But, like, when you look at the dialogue, you look at, like, the actual theme of the movie, and even, like, when the old man is talking to the children and trying to, like, explaining the story of her and everything, and he's, like, grateful for them... It's really real. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel... And it doesn't feel creepy. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think that was cool. What would
1: you give this movie on a scale of 1 to 10?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. So, lately, I'm, I've been kind of reading low. Not really that low. but I gave... I gave... Um, what's it called? Cruella, I gave Cruella seven. I gave Cinderella like a, a one, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, it's such a good movie. I think it has like a really different like place in my heart. I'm, a, I'm gonna have to say like a nine point five out of ten. It's like it's <laughs> really up there. I can't give it a ten out of ten because there's gonna be a movie one day that I'm gonna give a ten out of ten, like that I find no flaws. Like this, I can find some flaws, but I'll give it like a solid either or nine out of ten or nine point five out of ten.
1: I give it like a nine and they very think that there's like like you said there's a few flaws but at the end of the day it's a solid movie to watch in halloween it's a solid movie that kids can get into and, and kind of get as a like a little kid can get into like horror and like scary movies by watching this movie you know what i'm saying yeah
0: and i feel like that shouldn't be frowned upon i hate the whole concept where like oh kids should not be shown scary things or anything like that like it's good to show things like that. To well your this case. is like
1: not this is like and this is appropriate not scary. And you know not saying? that scary, and so like, you can like show them in this. You're
0: not gonna show people like dying, but I mean like kind of in a way where
1: it has the jump scares, it has like yeah, the like, very I don't think people should be afraid of the creepiness. Of like this. It's just yeah.
0: especially if it has a good story. Like this Monster House and like things like the scary stories still in dark, like that book series. Mm-hmm. Like those those things helped me a lot when I was growing up. Not because they help me grow or anything, but, like, some people just relate more to those things. But you know also... I mean? Like, I just enjoyed them as a kid.
1: But I also think kids like creepy things. Yeah. Like, kids, like, like, used adults, to have like, that... Everybody likes Yeah, kids things. used to have those stories of, like, Bloody Mary, those little, like,
0: yeah, things that you would know, like, do in the bathroom. Kids are doing, doing so. the freaking um... Ring Around the Rosie song, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People are doing crazy things. Well, like, when you're...
1: Like, you go to a kid's sleepover, at least when I was little, we... we We, with our cousin, we used to do the whole Bloody Mary thing where you spit in the bathroom. Yeah, I did
0: that too. So that's
1: like, I feel like kids don't, it's not that they can't handle scary things, they kind of enjoy it. Yeah, just like
0: adults do. And I think, just like kids will like superhero movies, they could also really enjoy things like this, you know what I'm saying? It's just like different for anyone and
1: i think it's a very it's a movie that you can watch that's like very halloweeny and give yeah like for your kids it's gonna be a scary movie right there's some
0: really funny stuff about this movie too there's like really comedic moments that you're like it's very funny (laughs) and i think i don't know i liked i really i wanted to talk about the animation of the house because i adore the animation in this house i think this was the best part of the movie like the best animation of the movie is the house Mm -hmm. i think she pulls the show i mean the the detail and so we're like the house is just like regular and like calm and like slowly throughout the movie she gets more and more pissed off and like the house looks more and more like ruggedy right and like when she does like transform like it's like details about the house
1: oh she has like teeth
0: and yeah like, and like, how like the the roof frails up like mm-hmm. a dog you know like when the dog gets angry yeah. or like a cat like the hairs go up kind of like that you know what i'm saying and like the eyebrows go down, and like the teeth show up, and I think I just like, what is it called when you like apply um, human features to like a an object? I forgot. When what you it make it, it, like it like
1: a character.
0: There like no, a word for it. Sure. Not... Um, but like that is really cool. I think like um, let me see when you apply a human characteristics
1: to an inanimate object.
0: can't spell sorry personification personification okay personification this is like the best example of personification ever literally like the amount of detail that goes into like her even like her like that the the rug is like her tongue and that like the trees (laughs) and the sides are her arms and like you have like the the um her like stomach
1: the crow like in and yeah and it, i like, thought it was so kind of yeah.
0: weird though i don't know what i didn't like about it was that like i think they use that thing where she like i guess like she she doesn't just attack people she like eats them right yeah and i just thought that was kind of interesting like it was kind of weird that like it relates to her in real life like i don't know that she just like eats everything and like that's what she does she just like oh yeah and
1: you go into her stomach goes all the toys yeah like the basement like like, her stomach over the
0: years she's eaten so much stuff and you're like "Mm, it's kind of weird like relation to what actually happened to her before right do you feel like it was i don't know if it's like a parallel to that she's greedy or that like i don't know but she's like gluttony almost yeah yeah like gluttony which is kind of interesting i don't know if i like that too much but it was interesting um Yeah, there were so many, like, little things about her and the house, you know? Um, the pipes, like, she used the pipes for, like, a lot of different things. They were, like, the insides of her, right? I thought that was interesting. And, like, I liked all the animation with the wood. With the wood breaking Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I thought there was so much detail. I thought that was really cool, so. Yeah. Um, I think there was only, what else do you want to talk about? There was only one thing that we could talk about. That I remember, which is when Jenny says she doesn't like Mexican food. That's what we Oh,
1: up. that was like something <laughs> no, where like they talk. This. she talks about her school and she- they're like, oh, it's by that really good Mexican restaurant. She's like, I don't like Mexican food. I'm
0: like, "Yeah,
1: wait, why did she say that? She could have just said something like, I don't like Burritos. Or whatever, like I, feel like I said it's I a like it's again the whole
0: thing where like the entire cast is basically white, <laughs> and like the direction <laughs> I don't think it was meant white. to, but maybe it wasn't. Think, I think it's just i meant to go an into an example of ignorance. You know, I don't think it was meant
1: to, to go that seriously into it, maybe. Yeah,
0: I think it was just like, and it wasn't didn't a real what they were saying,
1: Yeah, it wasn't a recurring theme throughout, other than there weren't a lot of there weren't any characters yeah. of color. Or
0: the thing is, like, that's what I didn't like is that the one person of color was like the comedic cop
1: played by nick cannon which was pretty good
0: yeah and like there's that's it there was, but like, that he's scared the, the whole time that's like entire. that's kind of his trope yeah i mean i thought it was different that they did that there wasn't just like random stereotypes but like the lack of people of color in this film when especially it doesn't need to be only white people it's just it's sad but you know it was also 2006 hopefully you know if a movie's made like this again it shouldn't repeat the same mistakes you know
1: yeah well, I think that's, we're going to close it out here since. Yeah.
0: our mom is here with food. She wants to eat. <laughs> um, but yeah, so.
1: so whole, so for the whole month, we're going to only do Halloween movies and we're going to do, next week we're going to do one of our favorite movies. Um, are you going to pick or am I going to pick next week?
0: Well, you said you're going to pick. I'm
1: going to pick my favorite Halloween movie, yeah, which I have to a, think, I think about. This, this is, my, is like a weird I think this is like, like a genre I have to really think about. Yeah, yeah. But um. So yeah, tune in, tune in next week, and okay. yeah. bye. Bye.